Hello, my name is Rick, the founder of Real People USA, and the purpose of Real People USA, the podcast, is to talk about three items as it relates to real people in the USA. The first one is that Real People USA promotes small business ownership, entrepreneurship, and we push people to pursue small business ownership and entrepreneurship and we believe that small business owners must do better in order to survive in these changing times. The second item that we promote at Real People USA, we promote conservative Republican candidates who are running for office and we believe that candidates should have a strong message before the campaign, during the campaign, and after the campaign if they are elected or not. And the third function of Real People USA, we allow anyone to come on the Real People show regardless if they are left-wing, right-wing, center-right, left-of-right, and we just want you to uh, express your opinion. Um, if you want to be on the, the Real People USA podcast, just email your questions and the things you want to talk about to rpusa at protonmail.com. Now here's the caveat. Regardless if you are right-wing, left-wing, center-right, center-left, we may ask you some questions about your, your perspective on what you want to talk about. So please be prepared to answer the questions that we may have. The title of today's podcast episode is LeBron James Losing in the Playoffs is probably the best thing that could happen to the NBA. Good morning, listeners. It's uh, June 7th, 2021, and uh, my name is Rick. I'm the founder of Real People USA, and people are probably scratching their heads based on that podcast title I just read to you, and uh, it's a very interesting title because if you look at what has happened to the NBA and also the NFL and maybe some of the other professional sports teams during this uh, pandemic, namely, and then on another level, the wokeness and the, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, which I heard the leader of the Black Lives Matter movement is no longer the leader because I guess she made enough money and donations, uh, corporate donations and other fundraising events. She bought some nice homes and now doesn't need to be the leader of Black Lives Matter. But anyway, I digress on the Black Lives Matter comment. The NBA, you know, suffered a significant uh, loss of fans, especially during the, the playoffs. And I recall hearing a report about the Masters Tournament having something like 12 or 13 million viewers to watch golf. Now, I'm not a golf fan. Uh, I think I played golf like twice in my life in my 50 plus years living. But in the same week, the NBA had a poor showing of 4 million viewers watching the playoffs. Now, I don't know what the numbers used to be. But I do know if the Masters Tournament with 12 to 13 million viewers has all has three times as many viewers as an NBA playoff game, 
that doesn't say much for how fans look at the NBA. Now I know when I go to the gym, there are not many people, if, if any, watching the NBA playoffs. And I recall maybe three years, four years ago when Kawhi Leonard was playing for the Toronto Raptors and you know how that uh, uh, playoff series and championship went down. Everybody was glued to the televisions at the gyms. I recall working out and uh, when, when Kawhi Leonard hit that shot on the right side or the left side of the, um, of the court, you know, a shot that he, he shot and he fell down and uh, made the shot and was a shot that put him in the, the finals. Everyone was watching the NBA. I'm just telling you, you know, guys and women were watching the NBA playoffs three years ago. And to see where it is right now, it can only be attributed to this this wokeness. I call it sleepiness, to be honest with you. I don't I don't see anything uh, woke about how uh, blacks are acting, uh, you know, prompted up by by Democrats and stuff. I don't see how you can call that woke. I like to refer to that as being sleepy, you know, and. The reason why I'm doing this podcast episode is because, you know, LeBron James, in my opinion, was the leader of this wokeness in the NBA. And it cost so many uh, players uh, fame and fortune, in my opinion, especially if you're talking about the lack of viewership. And I kind of feel sorry for the uh, young NBA players who... uh, Played hard as a kid, played hard as teens, uh, played hard in, in high school, and some went straight to the NBA from high school, like LeBron James, and then some went to college for maybe a year, two years, or or all four years, and now they're seeing their league not having the viewership. So I feel sorry for these these younger NBA players who are trying to make a name for themselves. Because admit it, the the NBA was once something that I watched during the playoffs and and sometimes during the regular season, at least one or two nights per week. You know, I watched, you know, years ago, three or four years ago, five years ago, ten years ago, I used to watch the playoffs at least three to four times a week. And then on the weekends. <clears throat> But I tell you now, I have not watched one playoff game in the last, I would say, two years. And the same is true that is happening with the NFL. You know, with with Colin Kaepernick uh, talking about taking a knee and and for for all the wrong reasons. So, but yeah, so I I believe, you know, LeBron James losing in in the playoffs is the best thing that could have happened to the NBA. So I call into this radio station, this conservative talk radio station in California, and I mentioned to the audience and to the to the hosts, and I said, you know, people should start watching the NBA again to send a message. I mean, the political calculus potential is enormous. 
when the NBA went woke, led by their leader, LeBron James, you know, viewership dropped. So I'm telling people to turn back on the TV to start watching the NBA games. Better yet, a lot of these people, and we're talking mainly about white people, many white people still do not want to watch the NBA, even though LeBron James may not be playing. So I told them, this is what you do. Even if you don't like watching the the NBA playoffs, you don't care whether LeBron James is playing or not. You are casting this um, this dislike of the NBA because of the of the overall wokeness of LeBron James and I think one of the it's like two or three coaches and the NBA are act or are also um, exhibiting this wokeness. You know, so what I what I said to these people on the radio. I said, just turn your channels on the stations that are playing the NBA playoffs. You don't have to watch. Just just turn your channel, I think either TBS or TNT, one of those two channels uh, carry the NBA game. Just turn your channels to the stations. And if you don't watch, just let the station be on the NBA game so that the cable companies will record that more people are watching the NBA games since LeBron James is not playing in the playoffs. And I, and I told people, yeah, if you don't want to watch the NBA games, just put your, your channel on the station. You know, drive to Reno, drive to San Francisco and come back. You know, go, go cut your grass. You don't have to watch it. Just send the political message that you are watching the NBA games now that LeBron James is no longer in the playoffs so yeah pretty sad and I recall I used to be a a big admirer of LeBron James I I know he wouldn't care whether I admire him or not so I know he doesn't know me Um, I know of him playing but I used to be a big admirer of LeBron James based on how he uh, grew up went to I think he went to a, a, a private school I believe in Ohio or at least a charter school or something like that and became very popular with uh, sports and I don't believe he went to college which came straight out of the M- came straight out of co- uh, high school to the NBA and then appears to be a great family man with this with his wife and children so I admired that. But I think what happened, I believe I saw him on a Democrat national uh, convention, I believe, when Hillary was running. And I think it was in Philadelphia. I could be wrong. I take it back if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong but I think I'm right. Because what I heard him say, again, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I think I'm right. He said at the convention that racism is alive and well in America. And I almost, and I said, what? I said, this guy is, is back then maybe worth 200 million. I could be, I, I could be a low number. I said, this guy's worth 200, 300 million. And what he does for a living, he puts a round ball into a round circle and makes 
you know, 200, 300 million plus, I mean, w which may include some of the other things he's doing with movies. Maybe he makes, maybe he makes more than that. Maybe he makes a half a billion dollars or he's worth a half a billion dollars, I should say. So I said to myself, why would he tell people that? Why would he say that at the Democrat National Convention that racism is alive and well in America when he's worth 200, 300, 500 million dollars? That made no sense. I mean, you got to look at where he is. He beat out probably, you know, 10,000 males to be able to play in the NBA. That took effort. That took talent. That took skill. And guess what? Talent, skill, uh, effort, expertise always wins. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You know, you could be digging a ditch. And if you're the best uh, ditch digger and you got skill, expertise, and talent in that, then most likely you're going to be the person that gets the most work and you're going to be the person who is referred to to more people same thing if you're the best hairstylist or the best auto mechanic or the best doctor or the best CPA or the best dentist so I was just totally shocked that he would say something like that at the Democrat National Convention and this was in Philadelphia like in 2016 and I said to myself man who put him up to that and secondly I said to myself why would he put himself out like that to make himself look like a fool in my opinion so, you know something something's not right with that you know and then recently the sort of uh, support what I'm saying uh, former former NBA player Kwame Brown has been lighting it up. Now I don't recall who Kwame Brown is, but uh, they it is said that he played in the NBA for several seasons. But basically, what he's saying is that um, the traditional Democrat white person who used to who used to run the KKK back in the 1800s. Those people are now being replaced by uh, black celebrities and black athletes doing the work that the previous white Democrat KKK used to do to black people. So, uh, you know, I'm paraphrasing what uh, Kwame Brown said, but you need to look at that because he was correct. He's correct. He's basically saying that the same things that white Democrat racist did to blacks in the 1800s or now being uh, done by black celebrities like your, your, your black actors, your black athletes, your uh, black, you know, anyone with, with a high profile status is now doing the bidding for the Democrat white KKK people and how they did blacks and didn't want them to succeed. You see? And, and that's what people need to remember. And I know a lot of uh, black people don't, don't believe that and they don't know that. You need to uh, do your research and know your history about who were the people that had their, 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 their boot on the necks 
of blacks in the South in the 1800s. It was not the Republicans. It was the Democrats. So anyway, I just I just had to do this podcast episode because, number one, I was not even watching the playoffs. Um, when I heard about LeBron James lost to, I think, Phoenix, I was walking past the TV and at the bottom, the, uh, the thing that streamed across the bottom of the TV said, uh, the Lakers lost to the Phoenix Suns. And I was thinking, well, well, the, you know, losing is not uh, everything. I didn't even know there was a playoff. The playoffs going on, kid you not. Then later I heard that the Lakers had been knocked out of the playoffs by the Phoenix Suns. And they were knocked out in six games. And I think I heard earlier that day just, uh, just you know, looking at things online that LeBron James walked off the court and went to the locker room or something. Um, could be wrong about that, but I said to myself, well, did he get hurt? And now it just all makes sense because it seems like every time something is not going his way, he goes into a tizzy fit and gives up. You know, just like he did in Cleveland at one game, which everybody kind of knows about, which I won't talk about. So anyway... You guys have a great day. It's Monday. It's time to go to work. But I wanted to get this message out about how uh, people should start watching the NBA playoffs now that LeBron James is no longer in the playoffs. Send that message. Thank you for reading the blog posts and listening to the podcast episode. Make it a great day. And again, if you want to be on the Real People USA podcast, please send me an email at rpusa at protonmail.com. Take care.